Welcome everyone to another episode of the Daryl Bennett Experience, 1% of your day. You are listening to the voice of Daryl Bennett. I want to share something with you that was just kind of, it was in my mind and I'm like, you know what, I just want to say it, so I'm going to say it. What would they say about you when you go? I've been thinking about that a little bit, of course, because of, you know, Queen Elizabeth passing and that being on the forefront, at least of the news. As a kid, I was always kind of interested in uh, these big events that the world sort of turns its attention to. Personalities aside, I was always interested in that. You know, what makes these great, grand, big events that, you know, people talk about. Um, so from that vantage point, I'm interested in this. And uh, when I say this, I mean the fact that, you know, all this happened around the Queen's passing and all of the discussion has come up, good, bad, and ugly, our life, the legacy, what they stand for, whether they should even be in place, all of that. Um, but I think the question becomes, what will they say about you? when you go. And that's, you know, a lot is being said about Queen Elizabeth. I'm not going to be long, but I really want to make a point here. Uh, and I'm hearing different things, you know. Um, you know, of course, there is the, the side of those who um, talk about how magnanimous she was, her sense of humor, how great of a person uh, you know, she this leader and holding together the nation at a pivotal moment, at several pivotal moments, actually, being this central character in the nation's identity. And then, of course, there's the people that are talking about, you know, imperialism and uh, pillage and blood money and the fact that their family has been at the head of an institution that has represented and been responsible for so much hurt and pain globally. Um, so all of that's coming up, all of that's coming up. And, you know, I think of it from a lot of, a lot of views. First of all, I always come from, I think the optimistic point of view because I'm an optimistic person. I don't think about the legacy of the family or any of that first. I think of, wow, here's this lady that for 60 years, 70 years, was a central character in global affairs, really longer, but that's the amount of time she was a sovereign. Um, I think that's kind of fascinating, just to throw that point out there. I think it's, it's fascinating. I don't know what you think of me for saying that, I, and, and I don't know what you hear me say when I say that. I'm not saying I'm fascinated by her. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know that woman. I am fascinated by the fact that, wow, there is someone who can remain a premier global figure who would have had conversations and who had, not would have had, who had conversations with every major person that maybe ever lived in the past two to three generations just by virtue of her position. That's what's fascinating to me. Um, I think that's interesting that, you know, she came to power and well, she was born in 1926 in a time where there were a bunch of kings and queens and uh, 
monarchs and sovereigns and all of that. And uh, she dies at a time when it's very few. Um, so maybe it was her leadership, some call it manipulation, maybe it's a little bit of both that kept that there. But on the other side, when I say kept that there, kept the family in a position of power and prominence because you take away the whole royal aspect and all acts, whatever, what does that even mean? Um, I also find it fascinating that this woman has remained at the head of a very public family <laughs> for several generations and has steered them through all of these dramas and issues. Let's not forget it was her aunts or the generation before her um, uh, excuse me, two generations before her, where, but she was alive then because it was her grandparent generation, where uh, the monarchy in Russia, which was the Romanovs, the last dynasty there, they were all killed. Um, so, the, so the stakes were high. And this, these were her family, her relatives as well. Um, so I say that to say, like, it, it, there were moments and times where I'm sure it looked very uncertain whether or not they would even make it alive through certain through wars and rumors of wars. So the fact she kind of steered them through all that. But the other side, of course, and there's always the other side of the coin. It's always, it's always, for those who taking notes, if you've ever done anything of note ever, it's always going to be the story's complicated. The story's complicated. <laughs> Whether you're reading the history books, a fable, or the Bible, you will find the story is always complicated. It's always a little piece of it that's like, um, but let's talk about that though. <laughs> let's talk about that though. Because I, I see where you got eventually, but we need to have a conversation about this because this is a little unsettling. And so there is that aspect of her life as well. I mean, I'm not just talking about the family. We can, we'll get there in a second. I'm talking about her life. And, maybe what happened with Diana and all of that. You, isn't it interesting that her, her, her life is tied up in Diana's too? That that's kind of interesting that every time they talk about her and her life, still Diana comes up. That's interesting. And what role their family played in maybe covering things up or whatever, whatever, I don't want to get into that. But, then, of course, there's the controversial legacy of the family. You know, the Windsor family, that was first the Sachs Colbert family, but they changed their names right about 100 years ago, a little over 100 years ago. You realized probably not best to align yourself with a country you're going to war with, Germany. Um, so that didn't look good. They had the ruling family of, of uh, England with that last name. So they change it to the House of Windsor, but the House of Windsor and the family has um, been responsible for some things that we need to talk about. We need to talk about the fact that they ruled over an empire and that, that, and that takes it to a whole nother level. Now we're talking about country-wise or culturally um, that uh, was responsible for a lot of misappropriation of resources, of human life, 
responsible for a lot of death, a lot of oppression. Let's not forget that the crown jewels that they keep parading around for everybody to see, many of those jewels that make up those crowns, the story of it is, goes back to some very disturbing points in their history. Many times there's a question as to whether or not the jewels are rightfully there. So we got, we, we're talking about all those things in our death. And I found it fascinating because what will they say? This isn't so much about Queen Elizabeth. It really isn't. Because again, I never met her. I don't know her. But I've really come to talk to you. I come to talk to you. What, what will they say about you when you come? I ask myself that. I've asked myself that during periods in my life. During periods that I thought were up periods and then during periods where I'm like, oh my gosh, if I left today, what would they say? You know? Some of it, I think, some of the conversation revolves around how long you made it, and I'm going somewhere with that. I once heard it said success is sometimes outlasted what's trying to outlast you. <laughs> yeah. So what will they say about you when you go? One thing that I know is they're going to say a lot of different things, especially if you make a great impact. They're going to talk about you great, and they're going to, they're going to say things about you that you may not like. Some of it might be true. I've come to recognize that in my own life. There are already some things that some people say about me that I don't necessarily like. This is what I've come to recognize. Back to the question of what are they going to say about you when you go? And I ask myself that. What are they going to say about me when I go? This is what I want them to say. It used to be I want them to say I did this, and I want them to say I did that. I want them to say I achieved this, and I impacted this many people's lives. And yes, I do want those things. Those people that know me know I have a personal intention. Daryl Bennett has a personal intention of empowering and uplifting a billion souls while I'm alive. That's my personal intention, that whether it's me not necessarily directly, but even indirectly through my teachings, through the people I touch, through mentor, inspire, influence, that I'm going to directly, that I'm going to, excuse me, impact and influence the lives of a billion souls. But that's not necessarily the first thing I want them to say about me. I want them to say about me what I say about Queen Elizabeth when I think about that 96-year-old woman. When lose or draw, regardless of what I might think about her legacy, her decisions made, what her family might stand for, regardless of what my opinion might be, period. One thing that I think can be said that I can say, and we all have to, we can probably agree on. She lived. She lived a full life. That's what I want them to say about me. I said all that to say, that's what I want them to say about Daryl Bennett. I'm 37 today. I want to be able to be 60 years from now. Say, say, yeah, I touch people all over the world. Don't you, you say what you want about me. You can pull whatever you want about my past. I, I touch people all over the world. 
I, it wasn't a country I didn't visit. It wasn't a place my name, my, my visage, my image, my likeness didn't touch. There isn't a world leader I didn't sit with and speak with. I sat with teachers and, and, and icons and, and leaders of government and institutions. I mean, I lived. <laughs> I lived. That's what she could say. I lived. I don't know. I don't know what it's like when we all leave this place. I do believe we have a review of our lives. I do believe that. I do believe that. I don't know about this whole concept about, you know, the angels and all that. I do believe we all have a review of our lives. Other than that, I'm not sure. But if there was a line and people were talking about the pearly gates and all that, and people were talking about stories on the way up to see St. Peter, if there's a such thing, I'm going to tell you something. I want to be able to have stories in the line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I lived. I lived. I didn't live for, for five years and 10 years and piss a lot. And I know, and I've heard that saying, you know, and Dr. King said that it's not about the number of years you live. It's about the quality of life in the years. I understand that because he had the, he had the mission that he had for the time that he had to do it. And we thank God for what he did. I want to live longer. I want to, I want, I want longevity. I want to be able to say, yeah, I was young and now I'm old. That's what David said. Yeah. I want to be able to say I'm 80 still talking my talk. Yeah, I'm going to be 80. Listen to me. Daryl Bennett going to be 90 years old, still talking my talk, inspiring people on a bigger level, of course. Every year I'm on a bigger level. Yeah, but I'm still doing it. Still doing it. Talking about 70 years ago when I wrote my first book. Yeah, 70 years ago, sitting with my great grandkid, telling them, sit down while I finish this story. And I'm on whatever it is, whether it's virtual reality or wherever it is, still inspiring people. That's what I want to be able to say about me, that I lived, that I lived. They said that Queen Elizabeth, young, talk about me if you want. Yeah, I like this about her. They said that up to two days before she died, she was still taking meetings. That's what I want to do. Yeah, 96 years old, still doing stuff. Daryl still has a, a, a full schedule. Yeah, why not? For as long as God has given me breath on this earth, I plan to influence and inspire and push people and motivate people and help people to be better and touch people's lives. And I haven't even done nothing yet. I haven't even done nothing yet. I haven't even gone nowhere yet. I've been to 12 countries and I haven't been nowhere yet. I wrote six books and I haven't done nothing yet. You hear what I'm saying? I haven't even had kids yet. I haven't even touched lives yet. For real, I'm telling you, I haven't done even a dropling of what you're going to see me do. But it's going to be able to be said, I had a full life. And I'm going to be able to sit and lean over my staff like Jacob did when he blessed his sons. They said he leaned over his staff to do it. I don't even have time to tell y'all about that. It's a power in being able to lean over your staff over the years, over your life, to lean over experience, to lean over stuff that has happened, to have it overcome it, and to be able to bless the next generation. Yeah, yeah, of old age of old age. I'm gonna be old with gray, white hair. It's gonna be white and growing and talking about what happened 50 years ago and how God helped me to do that. And what we did 40 years ago and how we built that 60 years ago. You hear what I'm saying? Let me get off here. But I, I came on here to tell somebody something. Stop getting caught up in the fodder of the internet. 
talking about what people did in their life, what they didn't do. And everybody got an opinion about somebody else's life. I came on here to say this. What are they going to say? They're going to say all kinds of stuff. They're going to say good things. They're going to say bad things. What did the master say? Who do men say that I am? And there was all types of answers. Some say this. Some say that. Some say something else. But the question is, will they say you lived? Will they say you went out like a kitten or you roared like a lion? Let them know you live. My name is Daryl Bennett, and I'm here to tell you, before it's all said and done, what will, what will definitely be said, win, lose, or draw, Daryl Bennett lives. Daryl Bennett made a mark on this world. Daryl Bennett did something that had never been seen before and will never be seen again. And this I will close you with. The words of Dr. Martin Luther King, ha, who said, if you do something, if you do it, if you do, I'm not telling you to do it, but if you do it, if you do it, you do it so well, you do it like Michelangelo painted paints. That's how you do it. If you sweet streets, you sweet streets so well that they say that no man living and no man dead and no man yet to be born could ever say they did it better. That's how you do it. My name is Daryl Bennett and I'm calling you.